to Alternative Facts Podcast with your boy, Surgery Sir. <laughs> and your boy, Ray. So, let's hop right into it. Uh, I know y'all been waiting. I yeah, know y'all have. They they just want to update on me. Yeah, um, I just had surgery yesterday. Uh, you going to tell them about your sex change? Yep, and the show must go on. That's how much I care about the supporters and the, and the people out there in the world. Is that you got your, your dick removed and you were in so much pain, but you still decided to come on the podcast. Yep. Dang. You're a brave training. Yep. After the, after the surgery, they couldn't find my dick. Some, <laughs> some odd reason, it might be in Ray's mouth. But oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. If that's, it is, that's, that's, I need it back, Ray. That, that's a little too much. Like, I'm, that, that's, I wasn't even there, by the way. Let me just How did you out. get it in your mouth? Oh, man. That's not. No. <laughs> Why? See, just because you got a surgery, you might be on some drugs. Don't mean you can just say crazy shit out your mouth. Like I don't excuse <laughs> this these homosexual acts you throwing at me right now. But I did have surgery yesterday. Yes, yeah, sir. High surgery. Uh, they took out his appendix, and uh, he is in pain. But he still decided to get on podcast. I have to come to him to get it done. But we're here. Yep. He dressed like a sumo wrestler right now. The show must go on. So let's get into the bad. We got to, you know, we got to talk about this stuff because stuff like this weigh on my heart. And I feel like it's our responsibility to, to have these kind of conversations that, that, that's that been had too many times, but we still got to continue to talk about it. Too many times. And that's what the uh, Castile murder case. Um, everybody, if you don't know, uh, he was the man that got shot over in Minnesota in the car when they had said he was reaching for his gun, even though he was reaching for his registration that was in the same area of his gun. And he told the officer what he was doing. They finally released the dash cam footage and it, it made it worse. It made it worse in the sense of the cop had no fucking reason to shoot him. He was scared. Like no reason at all. Like I literally just got done watching that shit and I'm like, this crazy. Like, why? Why? Why did he shoot him, sir? He said he was scared. So, the only thing you got to say now is you scared or you feel endangered. You about to get away with a lot of shit. And then what makes it so crazy is, I, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe call it, like, false hope or maybe call it, like, I don't know what you want to call it. But this time I actually thought, that they were going to convict the man. Because, like, the, the 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 cell phone footage was enough for me. Yeah. The cell phone footage was enough for me. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, this is easy. This is one of them gimmies. Like, yeah, we got to get a black community this. Yeah, slam dunk. We got to get a black community this. Nah, I was shocked. I, I, was, I, I was shocked. I was like, damn, another one? Then I looked back at, at all the little things, like, people been posting on Facebook. They've been saying no conviction, no conviction. I was like, I didn't know all these people got off. Oh yeah, I, I, and, and that's the thing when we talking about when we talking to be luck about it. He was like they go, but they going to trial. But so what? What? <laughs> so what? So what? They going to trial? Like where is the justice? Trial's not justice. Like them them getting locked up is justice. Like all the, like I can only think of one person that got convicted since all this stuff has been happening. None. It, there was one I can't remember exactly dude, what case. The dude from Cincinnati. What he got a. He got to go back to trial? Yes. Yeah, they, they sending it back to trial. Yeah, for, for no convention. 
Now, if he get off, it's just going to be crazy. It, I think it's sad that as black people and people of color, I know black people are not the only people going through it. Like, we got to deal. Like, we got to normalize us dying in the streets, either from cops or from anybody. We got to just normalize, like, oh, yeah, that always happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, he got away. Oh, yeah, they always get away with killing us. Oh, yeah. Another trial. Oh, yeah, that always happened. That's just, it's, it's, it's coming to the point where it's just the norm. Nah, it's coming to a point, like, some stuff shouldn't even go to trial. You kill somebody, you go to jail. Simple. Simple as that. I'm not going to take it that far. Because, you know, some people might be innocent. You can't just say you go to jail to kill somebody. Like maybe no, because then you make the cops' job and you make a cops' job impossible if you t- if you tell them like yeah, if you kill somebody you're going to jail. Well, it's already impossible because you kill somebody you're not going to jail. So let's just switch it up. Like, L- listen, I'm not saying if you kill somebody, it's, it, all I'm saying is if you, you the- if things are if things are going to trial and they are fair, like in this particular case, it's fair to say that. The cop was in the wrong. Like any any competent person can watch both of those two videos and say, "Okay, it's fair to say that the cop was in the wrong." Is this was an easy open and shut case? But jail. there's other cases where it's very ambiguous yeah, of what really but, happened. So then you got to just get like a benefit of the doubt like to the cop. You don't, I don't believe that, but that's just how the system works. Now, now it's getting to the point like I don't even need a jury. Like the jury came out and said, "What not guilty." Yeah, they gave him a not so they, guilty. So they watched the video. I get out of here. They must have a show going to come on at night. <laughs> they didn't want to be at the – they didn't want to be about, there. Yep. I'm talking about, man. You can't trust <laughs> these jurors. Like, you're going off the tape, you can easily say, yeah, go to jail. It shouldn't have been the jury. Judge, look at the tape. I okay, thought it was, yeah, go to jail. I thought it was an open and shut. But my prayers go out to his family. I'm I'm tired of seeing like, it. And we need, and we need to, to find a way to get – to to make it better, we need to find a way to make it better. Like he could have shot the whole car up. Yeah, he had a son in the back seat, like, son or daughter. I can't. Then, I don't recall the top of my head. Then what happened? And, and he, he had a girl kid. next to him. Yeah, if they killed were the shot kid. The... Then what? Would he go to jail then? Or it'd be like he was in danger because the kid was pulling out a tooth. And they might call it casualty of war. They might say, "Oh, it was an accident." Like you shouldn't even be too... like that. Shouldn't even be your first response. Like when you got a kid in the car, shoot. Then they talking about the kid. Then they telling the kid to like. Then they was barking orders at the kid when the kid was trying to get out the car. Like, don't get out the car. Don't get. So, kid got car. Kid getting shot. Bro, it's it's a it's a crazy situation, bro. Like, I even hate watching those videos, but I bury myself to watch it because I I need to I need to reinforce the I need to reinforce my thought process once I get done watching those kind of videos. I need to reinforce that we are definitely considered or at least treated like a second-class citizen. And seeing those videos just reinforce that things have not changed enough. Would you rather have innocent people put in jail or guilty people running free? That's tough, man, because I I don't want to – I don't want to tell a cop that anytime you kill, you're going to jail because – Cause you put them in a tough situation. Cause it's like, 
Because I, bro, I'm with, I, I'm, bro, with this case, the cops should have went to jail. I, I'm 100%. But I'm not siding with any. I'm not siding with the cops. I'm not siding with anybody in this particular situation. I'm just saying the right thing to do is lock somebody up when they do the wrong thing. Yeah, Simple as that. See? Lock somebody up when they do the wrong but thing. But that ain't happening. Not in this case, no. Definitely um, not. But I, I'm not going to say that every time a cop kills somebody that they are in the wrong. But I can definitely say for a fact or my fact or what I believe that in this particular case, I definitely think the cop was wrong. And most of the shootings that I've, that I've seen video on, I believe the cops have been wrong for most of them. So, I don't know, man. And all of them was no convictions. Nope. None of them was so, with any conviction. Except what? I don't even know which one that was. So many. It just recently happened. But let's get off that. I don't want to harp on it too much, but I did want to talk about it. I did want to address it, and I did want to just, well, you know, get my prayers out and, and just talk about my disgust at a, watching the video and hearing the verdict. On to, a, on to a brighter note, Bill Cosby got a win. Yes, he did. Is that like a win for black people? Uh, well, he already got, he already, what they say, he already got uh, put through the court of public opinion, so. Oh, he lost that shit? Yeah. I, I, that's Bill what, Cosby I, I, is guilty. I was just thinking of that the other day. I was like, okay, he literally just got he, he was found what a mistrial, but everybody and their daddy already made the jokes about it. Already like had it on shows talking about Bill Cosby as a raper and stand up specials about Bill Cosby being a raper. Also, let me say this: this was just one trial, mind you. I don't. I'm on Bill Cosby's. I'm not going to say side because I don't want to take his eyes, but I don't believe I, – but let me say this about Bill Cosby. I don't believe everything they tell me that he did. Or I don't believe all of the speculations or all of the accounts that is underneath him. I don't believe it. I can start off by saying that right now. I do believe that this is a win for us, but as far as him, as a person, he's done. He's done, he's done got crucified. He can get acquitted on all 50 cases yeah. or however many cases they got, and he's still considered a rapist. Yes, it's already, already happened. I was like, don't people, people don't wait? Like, did, do this just happen, like, to black people? So, like, you see everybody else, like, be going through this stuff, and you don't even hear about them or hear jokes about them or nothing. Well, no. And that's another thing. Like, the way they drag this man in the mud, He's still getting dragged in the mud. <laughs> like I said, it past tense. This motherfucker's on the back of a horse, just getting dragged. This horse and this horse, like that motherfucking horse with the big heart. What that motherfucker? That was the one. Everything. The, then the people that's doing it is own. It's his own people. Well, of course. That's 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 just that, and that's just that uh, social, not social. That's just that engineering, that brainwashing that's been done to us all this time to where we go and attack ourselves and attack our people. Like, oh, it's funny. You got a good joke off this. Hannibal, you should feel ashamed of yourself. Hannibal Barbaris, you I should got, feel ashamed of yourself hell, right now. There's hella people that did it, though. Like, you got Gerard Carmichael, you got David Chappelle, you got Hannibal Burris, you got... Yeah, but Hannibal, he was the first. He was. He got the ball rolling. He wasn't even the first to talk about it, but he was the first to where it got big. He got known for it. He literally got his name... I didn't know who he was I didn't before either. that. Why his name literally got bigger because he was talking about Bill Cosby. So, but that, he did that. 
But everybody else joined in. Yeah. And listen, jokes is fine. I'm not going to sit here and say you can't make a joke. A joke is fine. But you also got to let people know where you stand if you're going to make those jokes. Because I made a joke. I'm like, yeah. I told her. I put it on Twitter. I'm like, yeah. You know, my co-host, sir, fucking probably going to die looking for another co-host. But I'll let it be known that you're okay. Like, he okay. Right? That was a joke. But I, I, I stand on him living. But, yeah, if he do die, I will be looking for another co-host. Crazy. <laughs> go ahead and give your uh, shout-outs before you go. I will. <laughs> I said no. So what, 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 what happened to you this week? Anything besides your surgery? Do you want to talk about the process or you want to just leave it? Out in the air, like you want to tell people why? But really, I'm serious. Like, do you want to like like inform people? How did you come to this conclusion of what happened? Tell them the story of how you got your goddamn sex change. That's funny. I just got my appendix taken out. So tell them what happened. It was just hurting. I thought I had. I thought I had gas. Like for the for three days, I was like, yeah, this don't this not supposed to be feeling like this. And somebody just told me to go to the emergency room, and I did. Then they said. You gotta have emergency surgery. And I said, "Oh, can't be having this shit going on." How much they charge you? I don't know yet. Damn, yeah, that's fucked up. Fuck that. How much y'all charging me? I'm I on know, a budget. I know, I know the emergency room is just going is one fifty. But don't you got insurance? Yeah. What do all do they cover? I should be covering all that. Shit, fuck that, doc. See, this is the thing about sir. I learned this about sir, y'all. So this motherfucker called me up. Like I'm in, I'm in the hospital. Like, what's wrong? He was like, "Yeah." I think I might have to get my appendix taken out. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? What's going on? He's like, yeah, my stomach was hurting for three days, so I went to the doctor, and they told me I'm going to need my appendix out. I'm like, okay. Uh, let me – I said, call me back after you get done talking to the doctor and everything. He's like, all right, boom, boom, boom. So he went to go do that. He called me back. So I say, sir, how long is the surgery? I don't know. Sir, how long are you going to be – like, how long is the recovery? Like, is it going to take you weeks, days? Like, how long are you going to be out? I don't know. So when the fucking doctor come in the room and say, I'm going to take your appendix out, at what point do you start asking him post-questions and pre-questions about what's going to happen before and after the surgery? Doctor come in the room, hey, sir, you're going to have your appendix taken out. Sir's like, all right. And the doctor's like, you ain't got any questions? Nope. Doctor's leave the room. Who does that? How do? Why don't you want to know anything? You just you just let the doctor leave the room. I'm like, I'll call. He called me back. I'm asking him all these questions. I don't know. I'm just going to ask the doctor when he come back in. And I did. Yeah. Like, well, and I learned, and I and I got everything. No, that's not what happened. What happened is the nurse came in and said, "We're about to prep you for surgery." Sir yeah. was like, "Can I speak to the doctor?" No, he's getting ready for surgery. Yeah, let's I was, go. I was literally sitting in that room. <laughs> sitting there, they they said surgery about six. I ain't going to surgery until twelve midnight. Damn, well, I was sitting there for like seven hours. Was your phone dead? No, nah, I charged it. You also oh, brought your charger. Yeah, yeah, I went. Like somebody else had, like they had somebody else got emergency surgery, and they call all the surgeons into the room, so I had to wait. I was like, "What the fuck's going on here?" That's crazy. I'm I'm just happy that that uh, the surgery was a success. Um, so, like, do we call you like Sabrina now or Star? Like, do you got like a new <sighs> name for your for your new life? I don't know yet. I like Sabrina. You like a Sabrina? Oh, I like Sir Jerry. <laughs> that's not a that's not a womanly name though. Uh, but who am I to say? Call me Conan. <laughs> who am I to say what you should and shouldn't be called? Yeah. 
Like we live in that world where motherfuckers be fucking the butcher's dude call me fucking Diamond. No, I'm not calling you that. I call you D. Like, I'm not calling you fucking Diamond. That's funny. So what uh what uh what question did you have for me? Are you asking me before the podcast? Who me? Yeah, you. Uh, can men fuck so much they get tired? They get, well, bas- basically you get fucked out. Like you do it, you have sex so many, so much that you just tired, and you can finally like stick with one girl. Can men get fucked out? See, that's tough. Because, like, at the state of my life, being 26 years old, like, no. You know what I mean? Like, no. I'm not saying I can't be with one woman. I'm just saying I don't think I could be fucked out. Like, me and my girl can have sex. I don't have a girl right now, just for the ones that want to know. But uh, me and my girl, if I had one, could have sex all the time, and I don't think I would be like, yeah, I don't want to fuck you for a few days. I don't think it'd be like that. Like, I probably could fuck her every day or every other day See, for a few months. I don't think they was talking about it like that. They was talking about, like, just having hella, like, messing with hella girls. And, like, they just said, it just get tired. Like, you get tired, like, texting girls, like, all the different So girls. you get tired of going through the process. Going through the process. See, but that's the thing about it, though. I like the process. Process. Like I like to get to know, not even just the process of like going through fucking a girl. I just like to get to know motherfuckers. Like I like to have conversations. I love to talk. I, I love to I love to pick people's brains. I love to break people apart. Not like break them apart in a bad way, but like like find out how they are personality wise. I love it. I enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe is that why I'm single? Maybe <laughs> or am I single just because? I'm not ready to get into a relationship. <clears throat> I don't know what's what, or am I just like not fucked on? out? It sounds like you on some Hannibal shit. <laughs> I like to break them down and see what they do. Pick their brain. Uh, <laughs> what you just turned me into a a fucking yeah. cannibal yeah, that you, fast? Yeah, you you a psychopath? That's not it at all. I just enjoy yeah, tough I know, conversations I with people yeah. and learn them, about them. Break them down, like. I explained what I meant by break them down, and though. Take advantage of them. I never once said take advantage of anybody. Take this pill. <laughs> so you already making your Bill Cosby jokes. I ain't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So no. you saying he's the only one that ever offers somebody a pill? He's the only like, one. That's the norm. He, <laughs> he is the only one that ever offered anybody a pill, yes, in no. public opinion. <laughs> no, that's, that's he, invented, he invented the Spanish fly. <laughs> that's the norm. That's what people probably believe. Yeah. You know, nowadays, motherfuckers just believe in anything they hear. Like, if you're the first, they call motherfuckers the first to do something, even though they're not the first to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he was the first to ever do that. No, he wasn't. Nah, that been going on forever. I'm going to start quoting my other motherfuckers and not giving them credit so y'all can start saying, oh, Ray, Ray came up with that. That's all you got to do. No, you don't. That's not what you do at all. See, y'all got to stop listening, sir. He get bad advice. And just because he over here in pain don't mean you can lie to the motherfucking people. I'm in pain. Just because it's an alternative facts podcast don't mean you can sit over here and let the people know these bullshit. Give the people what they want. Give them what they need. 
So we gotta get back to we got we gotta talk a little sport. Just a little tad bit. Like NBA right now is is going crazy. It's alright. It ain't nothing too special going on. Hey, this is the most this is the most moving I've seen damn near since I've been a, a sports fan, nah. a basketball fan for me. Yeah, all the just not not just the moving, but all of the talks and it's, I almost feel like every team in the league besides the Warriors is trying to make a trade. Try, I really feel like that. Everybody's trying to put a, a quote unquote super team together. That's, that's what I'm saying. So that's what it looks like. The, but so okay, then. so I stand corrected when I say that it feels like more teams is being active than ever. Yeah, they might be just. You take just said no, just two seconds. But go ahead. Though. They might be just going and take like the, the teams down to ten. Nah, because I like I like this. I won't get if they just took a team down to ten. There wouldn't be that many moving parts. No need to be, but you're gonna have some super teams. Oh, we we gonna have super teams now. But this is the thing, though. I feel like for the like not casual, but like the yeah, the casual basketball fan should love all this that's going on. And the reason why I say that is because if you if you watch basketball casually, like Sir do, you really don't watch it that much. So if you watch it like casually, then it's like oh, I only got to pay attention to five or five or six teams. I don't got to pay attention to everybody. Everybody not good. It's going to be four or five super teams. And as long as I know what's everybody on their team and watch their games, I'm up on the NBA. You ain't got to know about nobody else. Yeah. But for the hardcore basketball fans, it's like, ah, uh, I don't get as many quality, good quality games. But when I do get those teams, I'm going to see some of the best basketball I got to offer. It's going to be almost like fucking seeing multiple all-star games, but with a little bit more defense. That's funny. I like super teams. I don't. Like, like I'm a Boston fan, so, you know, the Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, like, fucking, they were, they were a super team. That team was fucking amazing, by the way. Like, I think they could compete with Golden State. They couldn't even compete with Kobe. What you talking about? They blew them out. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe took down the first super team himself. <laughs> no, he didn't by his fucking self. They, before they beat the Lakers, yeah, it blew him out, blew them out by 40 points. Then when they played us again, 40 plus points. Then when they played us again in the finals. Then when they played us again, we was without one of our players and they beat us. He won part of the super team. Huh? Yeah, so he won part of the super he team. He was one of our main players on Kobe, our start Kobe, five. Kobe said, take this. What does Kobe got to do with super teams and the Celtics being one of them? And, and what does it have to do with the Celtics being able to guard Golden State today? I just said Kobe took it down super team. So? By so, himself. No, he didn't do it by himself. Kobe also had a, a great team. He did. Like, he really, did. really great team. Some would all, almost call them a super team. Nah. What? All-star Andrew Bynum at the time? He was well, an all-star. I don't think Paul Gasol all-star. was averaging 18 to 20 points. I say, he was an all-star. I don't think, then you got Kobe. I don't, I don't know what I don't, you want. I don't think Andrew Bynum was an all-star. He made the all-star team. No, he made the all-star team. Yeah. I don't know if he made it the year we actually he actually won it, but I know for a fact that he made the all-star team twice, if I'm not mistaken. Back to back years. Andrew Bynum was legit, man. He was. People don't remember. He was all right. Man, he was legit in that moment. Like Roy Herbert. Like Roy Herbert had a moment where he was a top five center in the game. Big man in the game. He just got shitty. This is an exciting time for NBA. I don't see my team doing nothing, so. Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> they care. suck. But the thing that the fight that everybody wanted to see, though, is coming about Floyd versus McGregor. 
Boy, I can't wait. I, I can't even, wait for that fucking fight. I don't even think like I I think I just read an article or something. Our son came out and said McGregor's sparring partner said he he don't have the the stamina to fight to for a boxing match. And I was like, yeah, this ain't gonna be fair. For one, the fight not till August. For one, for two, if I'm not mistaken, are you talking about the same sparring partner they took a video of? The one with the video they put out. I heard that video was like last year. I don't know. I just heard. Yeah, Seven months ago, good. six months ago. I was like, yeah, he got work on his stamina a lot. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I don't mind you. I don't know this. So I'm I'm kind of speaking in. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say hypotheticals. Uh, I'm kind of speaking in like pseudo educatedness. Whatever. Every boxer keep on saying. I believe that USC fighters are. Equally, if not more, conditioned nah. than boxers. I gotta say no. Yep, because UFC fighters use more of the body. And perfect example: a wrestler gets more exhausted than a boxer does in that short period of time. In that short period of time. Yeah, but boxers, you need more stamina. That's what every boxer keep on saying. The boxers, bo- the professional boxers, saying. It takes more stamina for in a boxing match. How the fuck do they know? You make it sound like these professional boxers wrestled and shit. They just know how much stamina you need for twelve rounds. Because you gotta think the UFC gotta go twelve. The rounds. UFC rounds are longer. UFC don't go twelve rounds. They longer. What four? Was it five? Five, five minute rounds. Five five minute rounds. Yeah. Twelve. Two minute rounds. Three minute rounds. Two minute rounds. No, it ain't two minute rounds in boxing, you idiot. Three minute rounds. I could be wrong. I'm not a, I'm not a, as big as a boxing fan as I used to be. Don't call me an idiot. I didn't know. Just call me ignorant. Then, then that's the case. Then you you boxing matches usually go all the rounds while USC MMA matches does not. No, nah, that that you can't say that. That's that's bullshit. And you know what it is. Like you can't say that at all. You can't say usually. UFC matches that you can't say that because there's been a lot of UFC matches that went to the distance. I know, but I said just you. like in boxing matches, like they the same way you can get knocked out in the six rounds and you can get knocked out in the second in the UFC. Yeah, but so I, so what you mean? Yeah, more matches, more boxing matches get drawn drawn out longer than UFC matches. I don't I disagree. You so. you you talking out your ass? You don't have any statistics to back up what you're saying. Not in front of me. What do you mean? Oh, not in front of you. Yeah. So then how the fuck can you say that? Because it's true. <laughs> yeah, all right, there we go. Alternative facts are the best, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you, I tell y'all all the time, sir brings them here. Sir, sir makes it happen. That's why I like him. <laughs> he brings the lies to the table. Give the people what liar. they want. <laughs> you know, you give them what they you do give them what they need. <laughs> you fucking lying to them. Right now I'm currently looking up the time because I don't I don't want sir to call me an idiot without me without me trying to fucking find out if I'm really an idiot or not. That's a strong word. Or well, such a smart guy like myself. So if you was a betting man and you went to Vegas, who would you put your money on? That's stupid. McGregor. Smart answer. I will put my money on McGregor too. Unless you're being sarcastic. No, I would put my money on McGregor. Oh okay. just just for the just for the upset. 
Well, also the the if I, the last time um, I looked, see, I really didn't know about like betting odds in Vegas. I actually kind of recently learned like what they mean when you see somebody like plus whatever and minus whatever. So if someone is uh, like, if I'm not mistaken, I think Floyd is like plus eleven hundred. And l- last I checked, um, and uh, with him being. Uh, with him being plus eleven hundred, what that means, like what that correlates to, because like I said, I didn't notice. Like I recently, I recently got taught this by my friend. So being plus means that for every, let's say, like let's say he plus eleven hundred, right? Mm-hmm. For everything that he plus, Vegas is saying you got to put that much down in order to win a hundred dollars. So you gotta put eleven hundred down. So you gotta put eleven hundred down in order to win a hundred. So if you bet eleven hundred, they would give you back like twelve ninety five or something like that. That's some bullshit. <laughs> because Vegas know everybody gonna put their money on Floyd. Oh, that's a good. If you need a hundred dollars, if you're a hundred dollars short and you got eleven hundred, if you're a hundred dollars short for twelve hundred. Just put that in that eleven hundred, and boom, you made your money. Yeah, don't do that, everybody. I'm telling you right now, that sounds terrible. You know why? Because do I think Floyd gonna win the fight? Absolutely. Am I willing to risk eleven hundred dollars to make a hundred? No, it's just not a smart investment. Just that's just terrible. It's just it's just terrible to put that much up to only gain a hundred. Like the risk, the risk not worth the reward. Well, even if you think it's not, it's a, if you think it's a ninety nine percent chance he gonna win the fight. It's still not worth the risk. Too high of a risk. Not ninety nine percent. Too high a risk for me. Like I would go Connor because if I'm not mistaken, last I checked, he was like negative. Like I mean, he was like plus seven hundred. So they saying that if you put up a hundred, you make seven hundred. So he's seven to one. That's what I need. Yeah, That's what I need. So you put right up a thousand, or you'll make seven thousand. I would just put up a hundred. Yep. Just to make that hundred. I mean, just to make that seven hundred. If he loses, like all right, you know, I took that shot. Well, Floyd is like, if you lose, you pissed. You just lost eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. On the upset, like, bro, you you holding your head on your head. You like, what the fuck did I do? Like, you gonna be calling Floyd all kind of bitches. I hate Floyd. T shirts coming out. You gonna be fucking upset. So yeah, if you a Batman, bet on Connor. If you don't like the bet, don't bet on anybody. But I think I do think you should get this fight and watch. I think this fight gonna be great. I don't think it's gonna be great. They better make hella money though. Why don't you think it's gonna be great? Because I don't think it is. I think it's gonna be a little uh, a Mayweather punching bag. Now they, <laughs> now they said McGregor could be a hero if he kick him. If he kick Floyd, nah. now I got we can say this is the thing though. It's gonna be like Dana White talked about this. Who was the president of UFC? If people don't know, um, they're gonna have it in the contract. If any of that foul play go down, he's gonna lose. Conor gonna lose like. A lot of his purse, so it ain't worth it. Oh yes, yeah. You know what I mean. The whole reason why he's fighting is for the money. So you're not gonna be like, yeah, let me kick this motherfucker just for motherfuckers to be happy, and then I lose out on sixty million of my hundred million. If I'm fluent, I'm like, yeah, kick me, so you can lose the fight and I get sixty million. So I go to fifty and zero, and I get sixty million of your money. Kick me. Yeah. <laughs> kick me. That'd be the the most expensive kick in the world. Sixty million dollar kick. 
don't know. I think McGregor probably do it. McGregor got kick him or, or win? Uh, my kick. Why not? I, I wouldn't do it. Of and course, I think Connor I, I think Connor can fight a good fight. I'm not gonna sit and say he's gonna win. But I think he can go in there. I believe that Connor can make the fight interesting. For sure. And if Connor make the fight interesting, he won. It's already interesting. As as no, I'm talking about like actually like a good fight. I'm talking about like because if, if if it go in there and there's to be a clinic, it's gonna motherfuckers on like yeah, I'm on I'm cool. Yeah. But if he go in there, I think Connor can go and make it interesting. I hope so. If, but if you make it interesting, Floyd lost. Even if he win, Floyd lost. If Connor go in that ring and put up, I ain't gonna even say a fight. If he make it look interesting and hit Floyd a few times, if he even rock Floyd one time, not even knockout. If he just get Floyd to run for his money any kind of way, Floyd lost. It's a stain on his career, for sure. Nah, I ain't gonna stay out of that. For sure. I ain't gonna say it's a stain. Yeah, bro. You're giving him too much. I'm too not. Too much. Yes, you are. Well, I'm giving well, who too much? Floyd? Yeah. How am I giving like, you somebody that's 49 and 0, yeah, you considered said, the best defensive fighter of all time, too much? Because you said if he give him a fight, it may be interesting. Yeah, Floyd lost. Floyd lost. Yes. It's a stain on his record. Yes. I ain't gonna say all that. The best defensive fighter of all time. Of somebody that's never lost in life, just let somebody come off the streets. Did he come off the streets? Yes. He didn't. Yes, he did. Let somebody come off the streets. Somebody that's never professionally boxed in their life, let them come in and give them a run for his money. You lost. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he'll give him a run for his money, but he might just make it interesting. Like, it's going to be interesting because he has already going to be fighting in the ring with him. But give him a run for his money, I doubt it. But that's what I'm saying. Even if it's interesting, he lost. That's the point I'm trying to make. So whether it's interesting or whether he give him a run for his money, Floyd loses. He, Floyd has to make this fight boring. He has to make it. He has to go in there and he has to make sure Connor miss 95 percent of his shots, and he has to make sure he counter punch him every so often. He got to make it boring, or he got to make it flashy. It, it got to be one uh, or the other. He do that with he do that with professional boxers already. I know he got to do it with a definitely a, a, a motherfucker coming up the streets. And mind you, I, I, I love Conor McGregor. He's an amazing fighter. And if, if this was not boxing, if this was anything else, oh yeah, this was a no contest. That's when I tell you to bet the house because it's a hundred percent chance that Floyd will lose to Conor in the UFC. We don't one hundred, not ninety nine. Nope. No, no, one hundred percent. You can't say that. I can't. Cause he gonna come to Connor gonna come to the ring. He's gonna start kicking him in his legs. He's gonna take him to the ground and he's gonna choke him out. One hundred percent chance Connor will win that fight. Floyd ninety nine percent chance of the boxing match. Yeah, nah. Floyd can slick in the punch in the cage. No, he can't. Cause he gotta close the distance. He won't get McGreg- that distance. McGregor gonna close it. He don't have to. He just kick him in his leg. McGregor's bigger and longer. He's gonna whoop, whoop, whoop. keep backing up. Keep back and he kick him in his leg. How the fuck are you backing he's up? Gonna dodge that. He dodged a leg kick. How are you? Do- How? What he gonna check it? He's gonna back up. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna see his- a leg kick. He's gonna get his leg broke. You think you can just dodge with somebody's move, long move, ass leg? Move out the way. Okay. So you say he can't move out the way of a leg kick? Not Floyd sure. Mayweather. No. Somebody that's been fighting in the UFC long. Yes. Just like I don't think that Floyd, the Connor, gonna win Floyd. Like it's the same way. Like it's neither person can win in either person's world. The only difference is I would say that MMA is more like real life fighting than boxing is. 
The only difference is you don't get paid in UFC. That's why you ain't getting in the cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he probably would get he, he would get paid millions of dollars, nah. hundreds of millions of dollars if he got in the cage. Nah, he would because they would get the same buy. The boxers would come pay for it. The boxing community would pay for it. Yeah, come box. That's where the money at. That's what, that's what Gregor smart. Well, after this, McGregor is smart. after this, retire, McGregor. Ain't no reason for you to get back in that goddamn cage. Like after this, he might always become a professional boxer for real. Like it's more money. Yeah, but he don't need it. Cause uh, like I said last time, professional boxing is more dangerous. So he don't need that. It's more money. It is more like, money. You gonna put your body on the line. But but Connor already said he he kind of coming to the end of end of his rope with nah. fighting and just period. Yeah, that, like hey, he made he feel like he made enough money. After this, after this fight, he did. He made everything. He made more than every UFC fighter and UFC put together, probably. If he come off making a hundred million, that's more than fucking every fighter in UFC put together for the past five years. Yeah, but I gotta let's switch gears real quick. I gotta talk about the Con Comedy situation, like. uh I definitely have changed my percentages. My percentages was 85% chance that I will not watch football, 15% chance that I will uh, for my protests. Uh, I've been listening to some of the people that I listen to, like some of the podcasts that I listen to, or individuals that I wouldn't necessarily say I look up to, but that I listen to their dialogue and I take it more than I would take others. Let me say that. And the people that I was listening to was saying, talking about people protesting football and how if I wasn't protesting for a lot of a lot of the other injustices that have been going on in football and sports in general, then why am I protesting for this? That was kind of really pretty much what they were saying. And listening to that dialogue and also how the football player on talking to him and the football player having that dialogue, another guy, a football player that I look at as that Colin Kaepernick-esque type player because he also get on that same swag. He also was saying the same thing. So my percentage has changed because I'm also my own man and I have my own thoughts. So I just took what they were saying and and like I said, I, like, I talk, like I take any advice. Like even I, I take serves even though it's not always good. But <laughs> I take his with stride and I'm like 40-60. 40% chance that I won't, 60, 60, 40% chance that I will watch is 60% chance that I won't. But I'm not going to make that final conclusion until the start, but a week before the start of the season because he still can get picked up during training camp. So I'm not going to jump off a cliff just yet. You going to protest with me? You don't watch football anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So if I don't watch you, you're not going to watch it? Nope. You don't watch it anyway, though. So for me to say that, it's like, all right, <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't going to watch it. I ain't watching it. Is it sad that I'm still going to do fantasy football regardless? Yes. I don't got to, but this is the thing, I don't have to watch it to do fantasy football. Ah, uh, you do. No, you don't. No, you don't. You actually, you don't. You don't have to, but you will. I won't. If I if I, if I decide to not watch it, I'm still going to participate in my fantasy football leagues because they, I, that's not bringing the NFL any wealth. But... um. It is something I do with my friends. You know what I mean? So, nah, NFL game is still getting some money off of it. How? It's NFL in it. How? 
like like the league that like the league that I'm doing has nothing to I'm not I'm not it's not with NFL.com. No, I'm just saying, like Yahoo and all that. You don't think you don't think they're breaking off the NFL sign by like using their name, their logo, and all that. You think this for free? You think we'd be able to use their logo for free? Well, like no, they're not. You they're not technically using anything yes, though. They they're are. not technically using anything they don't already have rights to. Like that. Like all these companies already have rights to because use their they logo. already. No, before that, like that, like. Y'all, before fantasy existed, Yahoo had the NFL logo on the NFL page. Because they're already breaking them off. Yeah, but they already paying them regardless. That's what I'm saying. Like, so the I don't NFL, think they're giving, the any, I don't think they're giving them money. any extra revenue from it. They're making money. Well, if I have to, I will use another non-NFL brand. Nigga. What? I say anything that I do with fantasy, NFL gets money. You're just a party pooper. <laughs> just, just say that. Just say you're a party pooper, and then we move on. No. <laughs> well, all right. So, my friend at work, my boy Gary at work. Yes, he's a white dude. I told y'all I like white people. Uh, he was telling me about this uh, personality test that tell you about yourself. And uh, if anybody want to take it, it's uh, www.16personalities.com. And I tried it out. Me and Sir did it just to see, you know, our outcomes. And I would almost say this. This is like 90% of me. Like this personality test was very close to who I am. So the the results tell you everything. First, they give you It's about 100 questions. It don't take that long. Uh, It's either you agree or you disagree. And then they have like levels to it of agreeing and levels of disagreeing. Like strongly disagree or, you know, there's three levels to it. Then it's strongly agreed, and there's three levels to it. So you can you don't have to be either always right or always left. You can dabble in between. And uh, once you get done, they give you the page where it shows like the introductory and then the strength of weaknesses, romantic relationship, friendship, parenthood, career path, so on and so forth. They actually give you some decent breakdowns. So I took the test, and my results came out to be uh, I have an executive personality. So you know I'm already about that motherfucking money. I'm about the, I, I'm about that motherfucking money. You feel me? And sir, what was yours? Logistician. I don't know what the fuck that is. Can Logistician. You... Okay. Well, spell it at least so people that know how to know what it means actually know what it say. L O G I S T I C I A N. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that is either. <laughs> One more time. Logistician. Logistician. Uh, it's like you got it right. So tell. Tell them what yours meant. Read the the bio. Uh, First, before you even read the bio, did you read everything? No. The strengths and weaknesses and all that? No. All right, well, read a little bit of the bio. Then we're going to read a little bit of the strengths and weaknesses. And then tell me if you agree. Where's the bio at? Uh, The bio is... Is it an introduction? Yes. Right underneath the personality. When it says load a stitch in it, personality, and then it tells you about it. What does yours say? You mean read minds while you look yours up? Yeah. Uh, it says executive personalities. Executives are representatives of traditional in order. I'm going to just kind of paraphrase because it's so much to read. I'm not going to read all this on the fucking podcast. Um, embracing values and honesty, dedication, uh, dignity. Executive personalities are a type of value for their uh, clear advice and guidance. And they are happily lead. 
the way on difficult paths. I'm going to read you some strengths and weaknesses real quick. Uh, the strengths of, a, of an executive personality kind of made me seem bossy. Dedicated, strong-willed, uh, direct, and, uh, direct and honest, loyal, patient, uh, enjoy crea- uh, creating order, excellent organizer. I don't think I'm an excellent organizer, but I do think I'm a decent organizer. I would say decent to good. So that's where the 90% come in at. Uh, weaknesses. Uh, stubborn. I can be stubborn, for sure. Uh, uncomfortable and unconventional. Uh, I'm uncomfortable with unconventional situations. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. Well, I guess uncomfortable. I probably could be uncomfortable. I guess. Judgmental. Yes, I am judgmental. Too focused on social status. I'm, that's why I definitely disagree with that. I don't really care about my social status. Never really have. I always kind of been my own person. That's where the ninety percent of me not. I like I said, ninety percent of this is me, and this is the ten percent that I don't agree with. The two focus on social uh, status and the um, excellent organizer, and then the last two are difficult to relax. I disagree with that. I'm very relaxed and uh, difficult expressing emotions. I disagree with that as well. I'm very open and honest. Like right now. I'm happy doing this podcast, and I'm happy to see certain pain. Brings yeah, me joy. That's funny. So well, they say my personality is most abundant and making up around thirteen percent of the population. So you would say some of my defining characteristics are integrity, which I always say a lot. You do say that a lot. <laughs> uh, practical logic and tireless dedication to duty make a valuable. You don't, I can tell you right now, you're not fucking dedicated to shit. So, that is one of your wrongs right there. Let me look at some strengths. Honest and direct. Yep. Strong-willed. Okay. Very responsible. Give them that. I agree with all that. Calm and practical. Yeah. I, I agree with all that so far about you. Create and enforce order. Nah. Yeah, that ain't you. Jack of all trades. I get that one, too. I don't know about that, but... It ain't too far off. You you got a lot of aces up your sleeve, but you ain't got all the you ain't got all the trades. Let's see weaknesses. Stubborn. Yep. Ah. Yep. Insensitive. Okay. Yeah. Very insensitive. Always buy the book. Mm, kind of sorta. Judgmental. We yep. both judgmental. Mm. Often unreasonable. Blame themselves. Do you do that? Be honest with the people, sir. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. That that means that you blame yourself for stuff even if it's not reasonable. That's how it sounds from a distance. They tell you, they actually tell you a description of what it means. So they say I blame myself. That's what it says. But I don't think I blame myself. So Well, why why do your pancreas get taken out? Because of you. No what? Because of God. <laughs> Was that the last weakness? Well, I think everybody should check it out. I think it's more right than it is wrong for sure, especially if you a- answer the questions open and honestly. You know, nobody going to know. Nobody going to read your shit but you. But if y'all want, y'all can always let me let me know what y'all, what y'all got. I want to see what all the personalities are. But I know mine sound the best. They, they told me I'm a fucking executive. So that means if you want me to be your motherfucking boss, that's why I'm, that's why I'm daddy-o. You know what I mean? Know what I mean? That's why I'm daddy-o. 
So you gonna start listening to me now? No. See, that's the stubbornness coming out right there. Your qualities are very abundant. You should take responsibility for weighing this fucking podcast down. You fucking. I take full responsibility anchor. for everything. But we gonna cut this one short. We ain't gonna stay too long because Sarah like he can't. Sit I'm in right. pain. You don't. You don't even hurt that much. Shit hurt. Just take some drugs. That's what they for. Yeah, I can't wait. If you become wait. a junkie, make sure you come to me to sell your shit first. I can't wait. Like, like soon, I'm, I will soon, buy most of your stuff. As soon as I say facts, I'm about to go take a peel. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I say facts, I'm popping. I'm popping a fucking. What you? What they give you? I don't know. Some uh, perks. Yeah. Percocet for yep. real. Mask off. Boy, Molly Percocet. All right, everybody. Uh, I thank y'all for listening. I'm never, sorry this was short. We're gonna make this next one drugs longer. Make you feel so good. Yeah. See now, look, he already he already addicted. You fucking oh, bastard. Wash it down with some Hennessy. <laughs> y'all, we live in a world of alternative facts, and we're here just to provide some more. Thank y'all. Drugs. Facts. <laughs>